0: Culture of kids who uh, don't even understand empathy often and so it's something that is a challenge for me. It's something that I constantly think about now. and it, I push myself and I challenge myself. How can I do a better job each and every day of showing them um, through my life, through my actions, through my words, through teaching moments, the importance of those things. Mm-hmm. Welcome
1: to The Legacy Project. My name is Jim Koppel, president of the Servant Forge Foundation. We're an organization committed to leadership development with a specific focus on service. This podcast and its related activities are about sharing the legacy we have inherited and discussing the legacy we still want to create. Legacy is more than cars, houses, boats, and material possessions that we want to leave to the next generation. Rather, legacy is about core values and beliefs that we inherited from a previous generation. They are the values that shaped us and defined us. Legacy is also about the values we develop or create that can be passed on or shared with the next generation. We will interview people from various backgrounds and walks of life. Some are famous, some, well, maybe not so famous, and others are simply our neighbors, our friends, people who live ordinary lives doing extraordinary things. Become part of this project by being intentional about legacy, more than just memories, but principles that have guided our lives and shaped our decisions. What is the legacy you choose to create? That's what we want to discover. This is Jim Koppel with The Legacy Project. We're here in Canute, Oklahoma, uh, interviewing Jordan Degas, who's Mother and father I've known for a number of years, whose yep. grandparents I've known since I was 14. Yep. And uh, Jordan, you're a high
0: school teacher, right? I am. I'm a high school teacher in Oswaltamie, Kansas. And what do you teach? I teach uh, sophomore world history, as well as uh, a little bit of American history and some current social issues. Good. So, Jordan's a smart guy because, as many of you know,
1: I'm a historian, and <laughs> I respect and value history majors. So, Jordan, this is about legacy, and uh, who are some of the most important people in your life who've influenced you or who have
0: shaped or defined who you are? Uh, definitely family members. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I come from a very rich history of just um, people who have lived a legacy, uh, both my mom and my dad, my grandparents. Um, and just those individuals who have invested in me throughout the years, both uh, in academics, sports, time, uh, and anything like that. So,
1: one of the things that we look at in the Legacy Project beyond material possessions, yeah. what we inherit in terms of cars, houses, yeah. whatever, uh, but those core principles or values. What are some of the things that you've inherited from those people?
0: I would first say my uh, faith. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. That would probably be the most important thing is from a young age, my grandparents and my parents and everybody uh, who have had an influence in my life have helped me to shape my faith, have pushed and influenced of their own walk they modeled that for me their own walk with the lord and as a result encouraged me to have my walk with the lord and to encourage me to help grow that and in the reading of the word or prayer or anything like that and so spiritual would be a huge part and another part would be uh the importance for um looking after people uh taking care of people um Whether that's in teaching, as my mom is, or as my grandmother was, or Mm -hmm. if that's in being a minister or a pastor um, and caring for people's spiritual needs, not just educational or physical needs, but uh, such as my grandfather uh, and then his father and then all those, as well as my father being a a youth pastor, so...
1: Mm So, those are important uh, influences in your life. <coughs> you teach in a public high school? I do. I teach in a public yeah. high school. What's it like in terms of the legacy that you've inherited uh, being in that kind of broad cultural experience
0: that's not church? It's yeah. not. Uh, it's different. Um, I don't think a lot of my kids understand the legacy that I am either trying to live out or anything like that. Uh, they are not used to it. Uh, I live, work in a Title One school, uh, and so that being said, it's a school that has uh, 75% uh, free and reduced lunch through the state of Kansas. So very uh, social economic status, very low, um, educationally very low. Many of my kids, if they go to college, will be the very first people to go to college. And so the legacy I'm trying to live out with the importance of education, the importance of um having an impact in the world, um, my faith, a lot of those things they don't quite understand. And so it's really sometimes a challenge for me to express the things that are important to me to them and to try to get them to see things like that as important. Because I feel, speaking of legacies, a lot of them, they don't have those, a lot of them have not had those people who have um, shared a legacy with them. Uh, The legacy a lot of these kids will, if they take after mom and dad, will be, um, drugs, uh, addictions, um, broken homes, all sorts of stuff, and so for me having a rich legacy, having a rich history of people who have cared for me, loved me, influenced me, encouraged me along the way, it's something that I wish they had and I miss for them because many of them don't have that. So, On that point, in
1: terms of uh, the legacies that mm-hmm. you've inherited, and the values that you Mm -hmm. possess and you see this gap with the young people that you teach
0: what is it you can give them? Um, I try to do my best to uh, I guess give them hope Mm -hmm. uh, that they can be different uh, than uh, where they have been raised and I try to encourage constantly that that does not mean that they have to mm, disown mom or dad or feel a sense of Um, mom and dad weren't good enough, but that it does not have to be cyclical. Uh, That they can leave a... Not that their parents didn't leave a legacy, but that they can leave a a better legacy than even their parents did. My father one time told me, he said, I don't know how good a father I've been. He said, but my goal for you is to be a better dad than I have been to you. Mm -hmm. Why? Because if we continue that legacy of every one of us trying to do better than even our parents did, um, the world would be a much better place. And so I share that with my kids. Like, look, it's not about whether your mom and dad were great it was about being even better than your mom and dad even if they were the greatest or if they were the worst Mm -hmm. doing better and not falling into the cycle of mom and dad were alcoholics mom and dad were drug abusers mom and dad were this I'm going to follow in the footsteps so hope that they can change that they can live differently um, and I think in education that a big part of the legacy that we will live is based on choices that we make. Mm-hmm. And so constantly pushing the influence of the choices that they make and the decisions that they're making now and the way those will f- affect their future because their their future's in their hands based on choices that they make now. So. How intentional uh, was the decision uh, to teach in a Title I school? Um, Pretty intentional. Mm-hmm. Uh, big, another legacy thing is my mom teaches in the Title I school mm-hmm. and has taught her entire career pretty much in the Title I school in Wichita. And seeing that influence that she's been able to have on kids and knowing that mm, whether or not those kids became anything afterwards, uh, she, her work has been tireless and has constantly gone on. And seeing that and knowing that I could do the same thing Uh, it it was it was pretty intentional Um, I wouldn't say I kind of ended up in Osawatomie by happenstance it was not planned but I do believe that I was I'm meant to be there and since getting there I've had a lot of people push me to leave because it's a rough school and I'm far away from family but a big part of the reason I'm still there is because I know the importance of teaching these kids to what extent is that a vocation or a calling very much so very much so. Uh, I've always seen what I do as not so much an occupation, uh, mm-hmm. but much more vocation or a calling. Uh, much more something that I am um, called to, uh, and that's why being I an mean, educator, money is not an important thing. Mm-hmm. It's it's something that I truly desire to do, and I, I love. Uh, and even... Um, yeah i mean i thank the lord every day that i get to live out this calling i I shared that with some of my students that look guys uh you are my calling every day when i get to come here and have talks with you or discuss issues after school or even go to your ball games and influence you i said this is i'm living out my dream every day so
1: you know i think uh teaching particularly is one of the Uh, professions or Mm -hmm. areas where legacy probably has its most conspicuous Mm -hmm. opportunity. Uh, I remember my oldest daughter is a teacher Mm -hmm. and uh, when she was hired in the Baltimore County Public Schools uh, as a first-year teacher, Mm -hmm. uh, she was interviewed by the Baltimore Sun newspaper. And uh, she was asked, what influenced you to do this? And she said, well, and uh, what were the influences and uh, this was in the paper and as a dad (laughs) and also a former teacher Mm -hmm. uh, this was a powerful statement she said you know my mother taught me to teach my father taught me never to give up on a child Mm. and I thought wow (laughs) if she learned that you know and from her previous generation uh, that's extremely uh, valuable and so the legacy, I think, in teaching mm-hmm. um, from a subject matter and you bring certain values yep. to that topic or to that subject area, are you conscious of that you are a follower of Jesus mm-hmm. and that you bring values to the discipline Very much and so. into the relationships, yep. especially in a Title I school? Yep. Um, are you conscious that you're transmitting some values? that will give them a foundation to move forward?
0: Constantly. uh, Constantly. And I realize, you know, um, they are learning from me, whether it's through word or deed. Mm -hmm. Um, And so... The life I live, they're watching. They watch the way in which I interact with people. They watch the way in which I handle frustration, the way I handle people that aren't easy to handle um, anything. And I I know that. And Mm so um, it's a very conscious thing. It's something that I'm constantly thinking about. It's something that I'm constantly thinking, what can I do better? How can I teach these Values these virtues, these things um, that I've had a background of. Mm-hmm. How can I teach giving? You know, my grandparents are some of the most generous people I've ever met in my life. How can I teach generosity to a uh, culture that has been taught to mm-hmm. hoard and to keep? How can mm-hmm. I teach love and empathy and um, to a culture of kids who uh, don't even understand empathy often? And so it's something that is a challenge for me. It's something that I constantly think about uh And I push myself and I challenge myself. How can I do a better job each and every day of showing them um, through my life, through my actions, through my words, through teaching moments, the importance of those Mm -hmm. things? And sometimes, eh, as much as I love history, sometimes uh, I realize that some of those are even more important than the um, knowledge of who killed who or who died here and who abdicated the throne here. It's some of those virtues, and then even mash, meshing those and teaching those in the history, the aspect of the virtues that these historic historic people um, display. Whether mm-hmm. it's a legacy of um, evil and corruption, uh, like Adolf Hitler, or whether it's a legacy of virtue, um, like some of our founding fathers or presidents that we've had, or people like um, you know Mahatma Gandhi or anything like that, teaching an idea of love and peace and uh, generosity and kindness. Mm-hmm. So, how old are you?
1: Uh, 26. 26. So, you're 26 years old. You're single. I am. Yeah. Have you given much thought to the legacy you want to leave behind?
0: Um, I have. I have. Um, I don't know that I'm more than most 26-year-olds. Probably about the same amount. Um, but, yeah, it's something that... I think when the bar has been set very high for you um, by people, uh, it's something that you want to achieve. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's something that, you know, when you have grandparents like mine, parents like mine, and just a foundation of people who have influenced my life, um, it's something that I realize the bar has been set very high. And so, uh, where what will I do to teach my kids to pass that legacy on not just to my own physical kids someday my personal children but to the students that I interact with I've only been teaching for five years Mm -hmm. and when I think of the number of people that um, my grandparents or my mom has taught in 25 plus years of teaching I realize the sheer gravity of the legacy that they have left and that even though I've only started uh, in five years I feel like I've Cross paths with mm, tons of kids, and I realized that it's just a small amount of people uh, compared to what I'm going to work with and deal with and see and have an influence on. And so, yeah, it's something I'm constantly thinking about. What is it I'm going to leave behind? What is it that people, you know, will think of me? I get I've had the opportunity several times to speak at our school for graduation, and there's the old. Uh, what does the dash on your headstone? What's it going to represent uh, because there's your birth date, there's your death date. What did that dash represent for you um and so it's something that I think about constantly, like what will people what will I leave behind? what will people think of me? what will people be able to say I influence them in which in whatever way so what would that be? Um, I think a big part just like what my parents and my grandparents have left behind is my walk with the Lord mm-hmm. um, because I'm not just a teacher I'm also a youth pastor mm-hmm. um, and so and I do that part-time um, but just the influence that the Lord is having a faith my own personal faith has made on my life um, I you know legis- I hope people see that I hope people see uh, the Virtues and the values that my grandparents have passed down of generosity, mm-hmm. of kindness to all, um, of true caring, of empathy, um, being able to walk in someone else's shoes and understand people. And um, I, I honestly, those would probably be the biggest ones for me. Yeah.
1: We're talking to Jordan Degas. Uh, this uh, podcast is sponsored in part by Servant Forge, our nonprofit, uh, which really is about forging leadership. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a variety of environments to create a culture of service uh, that especially addresses the marginalized and the poor. And uh, we're glad to have you here. Jordan, let me ask you this. Uh, Actually, we're sitting in a farmhouse in Canute, Oklahoma, um, and on a farm that uh, has been here for about seven generations. And um, in this farmhouse, there's all kinds of stuff that... uh, Remind you of your past. Yes. <laughs> um, and um, uh, do you have things or possessions that you have held on to that are important uh, to uh, uh, defining who you are?
0: Yeah, I guess so. Those would be things that have been passed down from history, uh, things that, uh, so for instance, uh, things from my late grand, great-grandfather, things that were passed down that were his, that I know, Um Belong to him Uh, because, once again, the legacy that he lived, um, whatever that may be, the fact that I own those things now, the fact that I'm in charge of those things, things that my grandparents have given me, um, gifts. um, My, I guess my my Bible would be one that's important to me. Something that I've had since I graduated high school. uh, Something that my father wrote in as I Mm -hmm. went on to become, you know, a teacher and become uh, go through college and then to make those decisions. Just Things like that. Mm-hmm.
1: So a question we are asking everybody in this process, it's actually stolen from a movie uh, that uh, uh, called Leap Year. Mm-hmm. Um, if the house was to catch on fire beyond people and pets, <laughs> uh, what one thing would you grab that uh, uh, you would run from the house
0: with? Well, not my mother's le- ring like in the movie Leap Year. <laughs> uh, but... Um, that's a tough one I don't know I guess I don't spend I live in an apartment so a lot of my life is uh, in my <laughs> condensed. truck and <laughs> condensed and it moves from place to place I haven't acquired a lot of things yet um, sentimentally though I'd probably be um, I don't have a family bible per se something that's been passed down but uh, probably uh, my bible uh, yeah. something that I know you know um, it's my foundation. It's the thing that um, all else fails. That's what I go back to. That's, mm-hmm. um, that's all I need uh, is my walk with the Lord. So that would probably be what it would be. Mm-hmm. And that sounds, I'm sure, pretty cliche. No. no, no <laughs> that's,
1: that's what's important to you, yeah. then obviously. Uh, last question. Um, at the end of your life, mm-hmm. what one word do you want people to say about Jordan Degas? Hmm.
0: I guess cares. Cares? Cares. Um, I was going to say faith, but I think cares sums that up. I guess I want to be someone who people um, look at and think, he cares, uh, mm-hmm. he cares about what I'm going through, he cares about uh, where I'm at, who I am, he cares about um, his walk with the Lord, he cares about his family, he cares about friends, he, cares. he just cares. Mm-hmm. Um, and even in the trivial, minuscule things, uh, he cares. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm not. That wasn't the last question. Okay. (laughs) Uh, So in the last 24 hours that I've been here and uh, you've been here, uh, you and your brother Andrew have purchased three steers. I have. And uh, let me ask you: Is the purchase the and moving into that? That's the first time you've done this, Mm -hmm. and uh, you're going to raise them, sell them, do do what uh, uh, farm people do with cattle. Yes. Um, Why are you doing this?
0: big part because it's been a dream that I've had since I was a child. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's always been something I've wanted to do. It's been something that I've been interested in. Um, And I think it's also a big part because this place, specifically this uh, house and this piece of land, uh, has been such an influence and an important place for me over the Mm -hmm. years uh, that I want to keep it going. I've always wanted this place to be here, and I've wanted to keep it going, and I've wanted to have an influence in it and be a part of it. And so watching my great-grandfather farm and work this land and knowing that seven generations have um, sweat and cried and bled over this land, working it and worked tireless hours and put money into it and given it everything that they have uh, for this so that I can be here, so that I can enjoy it, so that I can... Be a part of it makes me want to do the exact same thing and um, be a part of the legacy that has been left by just this piece of land. Yeah. So the three
1: steers are more than just three steers, and eventually selling them and hopefully making some money. It's about being stitching into the legacy that's you've inherited.
0: Hundred percent. Yeah. Hundred percent. It's the idea that uh, we get to put back into Mm -hmm. something that put so much into us. Yeah. It's great.
1: Been talking to Jordan Degas on the Legacy Project. Thank you for being with us today. Yep, it was my pleasure. To find out more information about this conversation and other Legacy podcast episodes, go to ServantForge.org. Please subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app and consider leaving us a review. We want to hear from you. We want to get your ideas and your opinions. I have a new book that corresponds with a legacy project titled The Seeker, Bring Me the Horizon. You can find a copy of it on Amazon or your preferred book distributor. The book corresponds closely with these podcasts. The podcast episode was produced by Matt Erickson and edited by Carissa Erickson. The music is by David Hyde. Please look for a new episode of our podcast coming out soon. Remember, you have inherited a great legacy you have an opportunity to create a great legacy. Engage your past to build a future.